For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Believe in Bengals post-draft show on Bally Sports Ohio. I'm Solomon Wilcox, and right now we want to welcome in a very special guest, Hall of Fame offensive tackle Anthony Munoz spent 13 seasons with the Cincinnati Bengals. Anthony, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Zolly, and uh, you, you got to mention, I you know part of that time was with the SWAT team, you know, which you were <laughs> part of that, so I just That's wish right. I, could, I could move and groove like you guys did, but... Uh, I just sat there and uh, admired the way you guys move. But are you no, kidding me? Great to be with you. It's great to be. With oh, you, it's Charlie. great to be with you, also, man. You are you are always the guy who had the best feet I've ever seen on a big man, the most athletic big guy I think I've, <laughs> I've ever seen, and that's why I wanted to talk to you today about the Cincinnati Bengals in their 2022 draft class because they went all in on the defense. This year, Anthony, yeah. you know, they had taken an offensive player each of the last five years with their first round pick. They went heavy uh, in free yeah. agency on the offense. And so I just want to get your thoughts on the overall theme and, and, and your thoughts on this year's draft class for the Bengals. Yeah, so first of all, to the feet, uh, you know, when you have two older brothers and you're a big kid, you have to move quickly because they That's abuse right. you, you know, and it's like, if I didn't have the quick feet and moved away as a big kid, man, I was, uh, I was doomed. I was doomed. But you know, you know, Sully, the exciting thing for me uh, is I looked at this draft and, and you're right, man, they went defense, they went speed is what the Bengals did early on in the, in the, you know, free agency, man, mm -hmm. they knew they had a weakness and let's go get three linemen. We lose a tight end. Let's go get a couple tight ends. And then we can, you know, some pretty good linemen to, to boot. And then we can address some of the, you know, the depth and some of the needs we have. And, of course, uh, you know, as a former offensive lineman, I, I was glad to see they threw an alignment in there. But, you know, look at the secondary guys, Hill and Taylor Britt. I mean, those guys are talented. And, you know, they go down and get Anderson from Toledo. So it's obvious where they wanted to get some depth and some speed and some really good players. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they get a they get an edge rusher and, but uh, that's the thing that uh, I think when you're in a position, you want, you know, you always say, well, I want to take the best players, the best players. But again, I can't emphasize enough. The thing that impressed me is, they, okay, Joe B's getting hit too much. So we got to go get some good linemen, some excellent linemen. They did that. Now let's go after some other position guys. And so that was, that was impressive to me what they, I mean, their whole process. And, you know, Zach has talked about the process the last three years and it continues to get, you know, put in place. Uh, exact free agency draft and we're addressing some uh some needs and they got them 
you know, the five guys that they drafted on defense, they all are multi-positional players. They all can play more than just one position. So versatility was clearly on Duke Tobin's mind and the Cincinnati Bengals when they went looking for players in this year's draft. And even with Cordell Volson, the fourth round pick from North Dakota State, um, Anthony, he played for three seasons at right tackle and left tackle while he was in college. They drafted him to play guard. He's 6'6", 311 pounds. He's big, he's tall, but he's athletic and he's nasty. At least that's what I'm hearing. I want to get your thoughts about just that versatility and more importantly, the transition of going from tackle to guard in the NFL and what's required there. Well, first of all, I think it's great when a guy has played both because I know a lot of times you come in as a young guy and you want to play. So if it's during camp, during practice, you're moving from side to side and sometimes it might not be as easy moving from side to side. People say, well, you know, you're, Right side, take the right step, then move and just flip-flop. But no, it's not that easy. But the fact that you know, Volson has played, literally played both sides, that's going to be very helpful to him. Mm-hmm. And then because he has that versatility, I think it'll be, you know, it's not going to be easy, but it'll be somewhat easier for him to move inside. And you mentioned a word there at the end when you were talking about him. You said the big N-word, nasty. And I love that. <laughs> I love offensive linemen that, you know, don't care about making friends until the offseason. That's yes, why I tell young yes. guys, you're not there to make friends during, the, you know, those defensive players should not like you at all during the game. But, yeah. uh, you know, after they respect you and they want to be your buddy in the offseason. But, uh, yeah, so Volson, you know, from everything I see in here, the guy has the ability to, to play both sides, and I think uh, he'd be okay moving inside. It's also, I think, important to note, he doesn't have to come in and be a starter right away. He doesn't have to even come in and be yeah. a contributor right away. He's he's going to have time to learn. This was a, a draft pick that's really meant to add depth and some versatility. In other words, he'll got, he's a guy that'll dress because if somebody goes down, maybe he could spell a number of different guys at different positions. Yeah. But that first year is going to be critical for him to sit back, watch, and learn because there are a lot yeah. of veterans now on the Bengals' offensive line. Well, now I was going to make that point exactly what you did, veterans. A chance for him to sit and watch, and not only watch these veterans, but to have a coach like Frank Pollock, an excellent technician, yes. an excellent coach. You talk about Wilson being nasty, a guy that, you know, Frank will get in your face and he's got some intensity. So I think he's, Wilson is Frank's type of guy, you know, because he does yeah. have that intensity. But uh, that is so crucial for a young guy to be able to come in and watch and learn from the veterans and to have a coach and the caliber of Frank uh, Pollock to have, you know, to be teaching him. So he's coming into a really good situation as a young lineman. Well, you know, Anthony, I've talked to, you know, and Andy Reed, head coach of the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs, who's a former offensive lineman himself. Um, yeah. He really does pride himself on being able to um, grade and evaluate offensive linemen. I've talked to a number of coaches around the National Football League, and they say that um, offensive line position is – it's just very difficult to find those players now in the college draft because now colleges, they play football a little bit different than the NFL. They give us great pass protectors, right? Yeah. But not as much in the run game, not as much in terms of the nasty guys who are used to firing off. Yeah. A lot of pass protection, a lot of guys who can drive, who can set, but not a lot of guys who can fire off. Help us to understand that, that the way that the college game is played it now gives us players on the offensive line that's a little bit different than maybe what it was 7, 10, even 15 years ago. Well, you know, I, I kind of talk about it. And, I, t- you know, growing up in L.A., as you did, we had Showtime, which was, you know, fast break, run, run, that's run. Right. And a lot <laughs> of offenses in college are doing a two-point stand with offense. They're passing it. Yeah. They're, 
you know, quick, upbeat, you know, until you look at, you know, down in Tuscaloosa or up at Iowa, Wisconsin, or even Stanford. Those are the guys that, you know, the pro-style offense, they're, they're being trained not only if they want to be in an upstance, but when it's third and one, third and two, these guys can get down to three-point. They can knock you off. So I think, yeah. you know, over the years, we've had a couple of very athletic guys that couldn't make that adjustment to getting down in the three-point and getting after it when you have to. Uh, you know, that's the thing. You know, when you want to stay up as much as you want, and, you know, kind of change it up. I think that was a thing we had a chance to do when I was playing. But we were in the three-point, and when it was third and one with the running game we had yeah. with James Brooks and Icky Woods and, you know, Pete Johnson early in my career, man, we would get off the football. And you have to be able to move. It's all about attitude. You talk mm-hmm. about nastiness, but – Run blocking is about attitude, and uh, and that's what you have to have. So uh, I think a lot of the the college games are really, if they're, you know, you don't want to blame them, but uh, that's kind of what's happening with a lot of offensive linemen coming into the NFL. And uh, you know, they can they can kick and they can move backwards, but when they have to get in that three point and keep leverage with you know yeah. the the nice uncoiling and stuff, that's tough for them to do. So help us to understand that. Look, it's clear that for the offensive linemen, the Bengals have been looking for, it's really about one thing, mainly protecting Joe Burrow and (laughs) keeping him upright. And so why it's all good to go out and find guys who are very good pass protectors, why is it also good to make sure, I know this is something the Bengals offensive line coach, uh, Frank Pollock, uh, really prides himself on, to also find the guys who can protect Joe Burrow, but can also be mean and nasty in the run game, because at the end, when you look at all the teams who are playing in the playoffs, all the teams who are advancing in the postseason, they all still have the ability, yes, to protect their quarterback, but they also have the ability to run the football when they have to. Well, you, you look at the Bengals. I mean, Chase, you have Higgins, you have yeah. Boyd, now you have Hurst, but you got Joe Mixon, and I think that's that's a key. you got to keep him in the football game. Running the football is tough as he runs, as much enthusiasm as he brings that offense. That's why you need it. I mean, you can – and you're right. You you bring up a great point. And, you know, I talk about that a lot when I talk about colleges that win national championships and mm-hmm. teams that win Super Bowls, man. They yeah. can throw for four or 5,000 yards, but they also can bust you in the mouth and That's move right. people out, and they have an excellent running game. So, again, you know, my day, our day, we had the run and shoot, and you had all – but they didn't win championships because they couldn't run the football, you know, mm-hmm. consistently. So that's why you have to run the football to keep guys like Joe Mixon in the game, man, you yeah. hate to waste a, a talent like that and expect him to catch a football all the time because you're throwing it all the time. Turn around, give it to him, and let the big guys uh, move people out of the way. Okay, look, free agency is over. The draft is over. So help Cincinnati Bengals fans feel really good about how we've improved this offensive line. We bring in Lyle Collins at the right tackle position. You got Alex Kappa at one guard. Um, and then they also bring in Ted Karras, right? He comes from a family of football. His grandfather, uh, his dad, his brothers, everybody is offensive linemen. They're all offensive linemen. Um, and then obviously Jonah Williams, they just picked up his fifth year option at the yeah. left tackle position. Um, so help, help Cincinnati Bengals fans to, Feel good. What can we hang our hat on when it comes to this offensive line heading into the 2022 season? Well, uh, I guess my optimistic comes from Joe Burrow getting hit and sacked as many times. And now they bring in three excellent offensive linemen. And you still have the guys I talked about, you know, Chase and Higgins and Boyd and, you know, Mixon. So now 
uh, with these big signings in free agency, at least my expectation is to see Joe sitting back there, not having to scramble and throw a touchdown pass just as he's going out of bounds and, you know, making yeah. sure he's, that's what my optimistic uh, attitude is all about. And that's yeah. what I want to say, say to the fans is, you know, we thought it was exciting last year in that run. These guys, and I really believe they will just kind of shake that off, you know, say, okay, we did what we did last year, but now we got to turn the volume up in preparation and get even better. And I believe these are the type of players that we have here in Cincinnati. And that's what I'm going to say to the fans. Come down, you know, fill up the stadium every – every fill it up like we did against the Raiders that first playoff game. I hadn't felt, felt that uh, atmosphere there in years wow. and years. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what I want to see every home game. And I think this football team is ready to move forward. And, again, you see that the, pro, the process that Zach is talking about continue, continues to be in place. Uh, and I can't emphasize enough, fans. Look at what they did early in free agency. They saw a weakness and they addressed it and then went into the draft. And I thought they had an excellent draft. Okay. Before I let you go, I got to ask you this question because I can't think of anyone better to ask than the great Anthony Munoz who played in a lot of big time games in Cincinnati. Uh, you were part of two teams that went to the Super Bowl, but you played in a lot of games. It was called the battle of Ohio. We all know we played for the great, late, great Paul Brown. Right. Uh, started the Cleveland Browns. We played against the Marty Schottenheimer-led Cleveland Browns with Bernie Kosar and uh, Kevin Mack and Ernest Byers, some great players. I, I believe the Battle of Ohio is back with, you know, Deshaun Watson now going to yeah. Cleveland. We've got Joe Burrow. Kind of talk to us about what we could expect in the Battle of Ohio in this upcoming season. You know, I hate to kind of be redundant, but, you know, the quarterback, that's the man. I mean, you know, there's no question about Joe Burrow's the man. And, and that is the one position that really I was not crazy about and not overly excited about the, the Cleveland Browns. If Deshaun Watson can come in and be the quarterback he's capable of, they're back. I mean, I thought really their hindrance was, you know, the mental approach of, of Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's talented. Don't get me wrong. I don't know the young man. But that was the one area that I thought they were lacking in consistency. So now with just Deshaun Watson, because this is a talented football team up there, uh, up in northern Ohio, you know, up in that other part of the, the state. <laughs> right. But yeah. uh, I think it's going to be exciting when these, these two teams meet. Hey, we owe them. They, they beat us twice this last year. So uh, that, you know, when that game comes around, you mentioned Paul Brown. Uh, you know, he was up there. The Brown family. I mean, Mike was still, you know, he was around when they were up there. So it's interstate, man. It's same yeah. same division, interstate. Uh, that's a big one. And the fact that they beat us twice last year. That should be uh, that should be in your call, man. You should be thinking about that that week, and uh, so I'm excited about this to see how they do with Deshaun Watson, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. I think they're back. Battle of Ohio, Bengals Brown, once again a red letter game on the schedule. Anthony Munoz, Hall of Fame offensive tackle. Hey, thank you for taking the time to join us on the Believe in Bengals post draft show. Anthony, wish you all the best. Thanks again, my friend. Sully, anytime, man. You're the best. And I always love talking football and especially talking Bengals with you. Love talking Bengals with you as well. All right, we're going to step aside. We come back. We're going to be joined by NFL media and draft analyst Bucky Brooks joining us right here on the Believe in Bengals post-draft show on Bally Sports Ohio. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code BELIEVE and get 50% off your first deposit. So whatever your first deposit is at BetOnline.ag, and you could bet on anything. 
futures for MLB. NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Actually, it's here. It's upon us. Playing games start tonight. So go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get 50% off your first deposit. Thanks for joining us. We outcha. We love you. Fans out there, drag both feet about swinging a full count. Rip that puck, hit that putt. Hit your PKs because they free. Hit your free throws because they are free. Hook them. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.